Marco on the normal radio. Free weed. Free weed. Oh, yo. Danny Danko come to show you how it goes. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on normal radio. Presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bang. Big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko. Everybody, welcome back. Thank you so much to Jacques and Winstrong, DJ Jacques and Winstrong for that wonderful Free Weed song. Welcome back, Free Weed Heads, for episode number 23 of Free Weed. Over 24 hours out there on SoundCloud of Free Weed, so check that out for sure. Uh, Jacques and Winstrong's Free Weed theme song is on there too, so check that out. Uh, we have a great episode number 23 here. We're going to talk about some news and the uh, San Fran Cup. We have our new High Times Editor-in-Chief, Chris Simonek, appearing, a longtime uh, writer for High Times, now in the Editor-in-Chief position. We have a great interview with Swerve from the Cali Connection. We're going to talk about seeds, uh, breeding, growing, and the party that he's throwing out in San Francisco as well with some great musical guests. And, of course, as always, our cultivation section with the strain of the week, our grow tips, and Q&A. And the grow tip actually is going to be about some heirloom strains and some of the early hybrids from the 70s, 80s, and even uh, early 90s that established the building blocks of today's genetics. So we're going to talk about that. And as usual, take questions and answers from our listeners. So thank you so much for being here for episode number 23. And without further ado, on with the show. We are back, and we're back. Uh, we are back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike Hughes, my producer, is back. We had uh, a little bit of a hiatus due yeah. to some uncertainties with the normal radio. and uh, I was holding out for more money. <laughs> They're paying me nothing, for more and money. I, I demanded that they double that, and they did. And now I'm back, and I'm happy to be back. It's great yeah. to be here. Zero times two. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're back, and we're actually in a new studio space, which is... Right in the middle of the High Times office, so it's kind of weird, but it's it's kind of cool too. We're we're actually we used to have a little studio space off to the back, and now yeah. we're just right in the middle of everything. Right, so. and it's going to provide a little atmosphere, shall we say? You know, some phones will, might be ringing, some people might be chatting in the background, but hey, that's where we are, and that's where we do our thing. And and until we find a new, uh, you know, studio space, we'll be coming at you right here, right from the middle of. The High Times office here in New York City. I kind of like it. It's pretty cool. It's an interesting uh, configuration. Yeah, yeah. And it's good news why we're here as well, because our old studio has been uh, taken over, occupied, I guess, by our new editor-in-chief here at High Times, Mr. Chris Simonek. So uh, we'll be talking to him a little bit later on as well. And uh, yeah, I would like definitely like to congratulate him on that position and welcome him to that position, because it's very important. And, it and really, he's been here a long time. It's well-deserved. He's been here a long time. He's yep. a great writer and uh, very astute, understands our audience well. So thanks to Chris. We will talk about that. And, of course, this weekend, the San Francisco Medical oh. Cannabis Cup brought Third to you. Third time. I know. Third well, time in the Bay Area. I say San Francisco, yeah. It should, it's really Bay Area. The first two were in San Fran. This one is in Richmond. 
which is just north of Berkeley and Oakland, and we're excited. We're at the Craneway Pavilion, June 23rd and 24th. If you're interested in tickets, check out medcancup.com. Always a good idea to get those tickets in advance. It just makes the door move so much quicker. Uh, The cash people are waiting in a line. You have your ticket, you have your printout, you walk right in and, and, and... get to medicating, get to checking out all the wonderful booths. Uh, you don't want to miss this one. I mean, you know, yeah. there's some great pot, great concentrates, uh, great musical acts, which we'll get into right. a little later in the yeah. show with Bay, Swerve. Bay Area Legends put on uh, are putting on a great party Saturday night that your ticket gets you into. There's no VIP tickets. There's just a flat ticket rate that gets you into everything, the expo, and the the concert Saturday night, so yeah, amazing legends Dell and uh, a lot of Bay Area. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see Deltron, and he's just always a great performer. He was over with us in Amsterdam a couple of years back, and uh, yeah, a hip hop legend for Another sure. Another good thing about that, if I may, just jump in. You don't even have to go to a separate venue. Basically, right. on on Saturday night, right after the expo, the concert's going to start right there at the Craneway Pavilion. Mm-hmm. All the information on the, online, medcancup.com. Check it out. Get your tickets. It's going to be great. Yeah. Hope to see you there. If you're a fan of the show, uh, definitely come up to me. Mention the show. That would be really cool just to hear from people that they listen. And uh, I might even have a little special gift or some kind of thing I can give you if you do that. So like what? Like, what, what might you give somebody? I think I still have a few of the free weed stickers. No, stickers. Okay. Yeah. So nothing creepy. Not oh. like a clump of your hair. Or no. Okay. No. All right. No. And uh, the issue that we are promoting out there is our August 2012 issue, which I believe is quite a coup. We have Oliver Stone, the great director, Oscar winner uh, for screenwriting and directing a lot of amazing movies. And uh, we'll go down the list with Chris, but... Uh, Oliver Stone, you know, wrote Scarface and, and a bunch of other great uh, films that he wrote and directed some pretty amazing ones as well, including Platoon, JFK, Any Given Sunday, and um, his new one coming out is Savages, and if it's anywhere as good as the book by Don Winslow, it's going to be a fantastic film. And he's smoking a big old joint yeah. on the August cover. <laughs> yeah, so, he's got yeah. a big, huge joint on the cover, and then there's pictures inside uh, going along with that interview of him with uh, jars of of really you know nice uh, Holy Grail OG I believe from DNA Genetics who we've had on the show and it's really like a looks like a Japanese uh, ad for like a whiskey or a scotch but, exactly but it's right. not whiskey yeah. or scotch nope. it's a big jar of bud and yeah kudos to Oliver Stone for for having the guts and the honesty and courage to just say you know fuck the government. I smoke, and I'm going to do it on the front of a international magazine, and I don't care who sees it. And what did the uh, the Daily Mirror call us, or Daily Mail? The, cannabis the, Bible. Yeah, the Cannabis Bible. <laughs> I don't know Bible. what that makes me, but uh, yeah, that's a can- – yeah, we oh, are the Cannabis you, Bible. Uh, yeah, you're, you're like an apostle. Judas? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, an apostle of – apostle. Something, but yeah, that was that was flattering as well, and and yeah, we've been getting some press on that. We'll talk to Chris about that interview because uh, it was Mr. Simonek who actually conducted that as well. So that's what we have in store for you. Uh, Great episode twenty-three. Lots of grow stuff. Lots of cannabis information. Shout out to the New York Senate for passing. The New York Medical Marijuana Bill. No, now, not the uh, the Senate. The I'm sorry, Assembly. The Assembly, yeah. and now it's going on to the Senate. If we can get the Senate to pass it and Cuomo to sign it, then hey, New York. Becomes, it's happened before, but uh, 
Yeah, the assembly has passed it before. The Senate is never, so we're hoping yeah. this time is the time. And if you're a New York State resident, now is the time to call your legislators and let them know how you feel. So there is that. Uh, rest in peace, uh, graffiti legend. Stay high, one forty nine, and we will be back with uh, Chris Simonak. Uh, Stick Chris around, Simonac. everybody. Editor in chief, Chris Simonak. Let me return. Welcome back, and we are here with the new editor-in-chief of High Times Magazine, Mr. Chris Simonek. Hello, Dan. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm well. Cool, cool. Well, congratulations on the new position. I know you've been with the company for a long, long time. You've done an, a lot of uh, seminal writing for the company as well. <laughs> Is that bad? Seminal? That's a hard one to choke down. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you wrote a book called Paradise Burning, and you've uh, written a lot of features. You were a cultivation editor mm-hmm. for years uh, back with Mr. Kyle Cushman, our frequent guest. Kyle. And uh, yeah, I mean, congratulations. And oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I, I saw you mentioned was that you were bringing back the, you know, the read, the, uh, you know, not so much because you said, the, you know, we've kind of got cultivation covered. We've got the music and the culture stuff, but the read is like... You know, that one article, that one feature that you don't have to grow to appreciate. Yeah, well, we, we want to do something for uh, the smokers out there and, you know, something interesting to read when you're, you know, doing your dabs. And uh, I just remember, you know, what, what attracted me to High Times was, you know, issues I read even before I smoked pot that just had cool stories in it like there was you know on the road with the sex pistols or uh i think glenn o'brien the famous writer did something on the snm underground in new york and uh you know later on um i know tune Voten once wrote this article about uh going down to columbia he wanted to interview the farc and uh so he went into FARC territory and allowed himself to get kidnapped for uh, a day or two. Uh crazy. And yeah, I, I called him up. He was the first guy that I talked to. He just he's down in uh Mexico covering the drug war down there. Uh Wow. Yeah, and we we just did that story Columbia in, in uh the August issue about uh FARC. Uh right. and these guys go down to that mammoth uh leftist uh revolutionary garden on the hilltop there yeah pretty breathtaking photos of some really big big colombian uh not you can't even call them gardens i would say farms of cannabis and they're basically stuck between the farc and the uh the government you know right-wing sort of militia down there so yeah that was very interesting and that same issue uh you interviewed oliver stone for the cover story right yes it did yeah, that's pretty amazing. And the fact that he he posed on the cover smoking and inside the magazine, and he's very outspoken. Well, it was basically his idea. I mean, I didn't, like, hunt him down or anything. He had his people contact us. Right, and said he's promoting he wanted, Savages. Which yeah, is he's a, got the movie Savages mm-hmm. out, and they said that he wanted to be on the cover. I was like, well, I don't know, you know. He's probably not going to want to do what we do on the cover. You know, he's going to have to smoke a joint or something. <laughs> and, you know, the publicist wrote back, like, well, he's ready to get a little crazy. So, <laughs> so he was game. He yeah. Clearly, he posed with buds and joints and yeah, seemed to we, have a lot of fun. We walked in, and uh, I was sort of tiptoeing around, and he was like, um, 
oh hell I'll smoke a joint you know and he he brought his own tuxedo we asked him to bring a tuxedo because we can't afford to <laughs> buy those things yeah. you know and well, uh yeah that's a that's class probably act. one that he won a Oscar in or something that tuxedo and nice. he uh was very fascinated by our bud tender from uh uh DNA genetics oh nice he's like uh Where'd you get this guy? He asked at one point. And, uh, we were like, well, he needs a guy of his own. He found us. I think they might have exchanged digits. Oh, I don't okay. Know. <laughs> right on. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, let's go back to some of the stuff you've written for High Times in the past. You, uh, I think your first uh, first big feature, you went to Marijuana Anonymous or some type of group like that? Yeah, that was Steve Hager's idea. He had, <laughs> I'd met him. Uh, I did like a fiction reading down at... Uh, uh, St. Mark's Poetry Project, that church there, and uh, I'd met him a week before and invited him down. It was just a uh, synchronicity, I guess. He liked it and gave me an assignment. <laughs> and you went and actually... Oh, yeah, we went, and uh, I would come drop by the office, and I would, like, call my sponsor when I, I would be like... <laughs> Dude, I, I don't. This joint is staring at me, man. I don't think I could. I can't. I can't give me the strength. You know, that was pretty funny. Yeah, just fucking and, with people. And you did some writing about Sturgis, the bike rallies, and about uh, rainbow gatherings, which yeah, was all, all I kind of liked going to big events and like, you know, soaking it in. Except for I didn't really like it in the rainbow gathering <laughs> uh, example because. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Those hippies are hardier folk than I am. You know. Yeah, and uh, uh, what about gathering of the juggalos? Have you, have you done that yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you know, I I keep threatening to do it, and then August hits, and I imagine just being uh, outside in the heat, in the heat, and wherever the hell they hold that the armpit of the Midwest <laughs> or whatever it is. Right. But it would certainly be uh, an interesting experience absolutely you know. and uh they've actually come up to the office you, we were they were up here and, and uh um rolled some big hatchet joint and well i think uh one of us rolled that yeah. with, uh, the big raw papers uh uh hatchet joint yeah they they dug that uh <laughs> they're hitting it i think they finished it off you know it was like six joints in a paper towel tube or whatever it was Right on. Well, people can check that out online. We have video of uh, the Insane Clown Posse uh, gentleman smoking that hatchet pipe. And I should mention also that the gathering of the Juggalos is in Cave in Rock, Illinois. Cave in, <laughs> cave in your head. Cave in your head. <laughs> Angel dust. Um, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of High Times readers are really interested in what's in store for the future of the magazine? What what do you have? Me too. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. Um, but if you had to say something to a potential freelancer or somebody who wanted to write something for us, I mean, obviously you don't want the you know the long-winded diatribe about why pot should be legal. I feel mm. like our readers are kind of beyond that, and everybody has their own opinion on that. And, right. Uh, you know, you're preaching to the converted. At High times, right? But um, but what what type of features are you looking for? Uh, I'd like uh, you know uh, investigative journalism, uh, sort of adventure travel stories, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, something that either either tells a story or uh, takes you to a place, you know, and allows you to like sort of live in that place for that brief 
period of time that you're uh, reading that article. Right, and and it doesn't have to be a gonzo piece with the person putting themselves into it. That everybody wants to it be Hunter can Thompson. Be. The problem with gonzo is everybody wants to be Hunter Thompson, but no one is, you know. <laughs> so unless you're like really know how to pull that off, it it comes off pretty flat. But you know, hey, maybe somebody out there does know how to pull it off, you know. Right. Uh, you recently wrote a piece about Occupy Wall Street for us. Um, what was your experience with that? Well, I just went down there. I was very skeptical. Um, Any time I see a you know large group of young people, I get very suspicious. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I just thought it was very interesting uh, happening in the middle of Manhattan. Uh, you know the the politics are are so wide there that you can agree with some of it and disagree with other it was like really just a kitchen soup of uh political discourse but mm-hmm. um you know w- when it was gone i missed it it was funny to go down there and just watch everybody berate the police you know <laughs> i mean that's always entertaining right and but th- so that's a good example of the type of piece you're talking about uh something where it's not necessarily pot related, but people who are of our culture would be interested in it. Yeah, yeah, something that uh, is uh, anti-establishment like that. We're certainly interested in, uh, you know, fight the man, all that. Cool. Black power. Right on. <laughs> cool. Well, you're going to be at this event as well with us uh, this upcoming weekend. Yes, I'll be in disguise. <laughs> Cool, cool. Well, I'm gonna get one of those Leo DiCaprio beards. <laughs> yeah, he was at the uh, the jazz fest or Mardi Gras or something. It was uh, well, Dr. John the musician had had a, a ceremony to try and heal the the poisoned waters of the Gulf of Mexico, uh-huh. and there was a second line through the French Quarter in New Orleans, uh, and lo and behold, Leo DiCaprio was there in disguise, dancing with the band. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Cool. Well, uh, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Congratulations on your new position. And, uh, you know, keep up the great work. That's great. You call that great? (laughs) Make sure to visit Chris in San Fran. Submit Uh your poetry right directly to him (laughs) at the event. (laughs) Now I'm going to wear a Mexican wrestling mask. Right on. Well, again, uh, congratulations on the position. It's pretty epic. Only a few people ha- have held it over the years, and, and hopefully what happens... Winners, in- one and all. Yeah, <laughs> winners, <laughs> one and all. And hopefully uh, you will have a, a, a legacy of a great journalism, which is really back to the roots of, of what High Times has been over all the years. Really countercultural, gonzo... Uh, out there journalism, but things that need to be said, and not everybody wants them out there being said. So, you know, on that note, congrats and thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We will be back uh, with our interview with Swerve from the Cali Connection. Hey, listeners. It's your host, Danny Danko, BC Northern Lights out of Vancouver, Canada. These guys make grow boxes. They manufacture them from start to finish. They've got a grow box for every need. They've got nurseries for clones. They've got the mothership for mother plants. They've got all kinds of drying equipment as well. Give them a call, 888 236 
1266. That's 888 236 1266. And you can check them out at bcnorthernlights.com. These guys are five time High Time Stash Award winners. They've been on the cover of High Times. We've done articles on these grow boxes time and time again. They're really top of the line. There's touch screen technology and all kinds of amazing uh, kits and caboodles that they give you with all this. And again, they have a special deal running. If you mention free weed, to any of their salespeople here when you call for a quote, they will give you free shipping. This is a limited time offer, and we're talking about a lot. That's, yeah, that's a, a lot. big deal. Yeah, it I mean, costs a lot things, of money to ship those things. Yeah, it does cost a lot of money to ship these things. It's definitely in the three to five hundred dollar range typically. So you're going to save yourself that money. And yes, these machines are. Uh, pricey. They're in the thousands of dollars, but if you've got money on your credit card, they pay they pay for themselves within a harvest or two. So, really, if you just get those, get some seeds, and get growing, within basically two to four months, you should be paid back for your bloom box, and you should be swimming in free weed. So check them out. BC Northern Lights, 888-236-1266 and bcnorthernlights.com Welcome back to Free Weed, episode 23. This is awesome. We have a special guest on the line, Mr. Swerve from the Cali Connection. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me back. Oh, How right on. Doing? We love having you on. We've had uh, had you on a, a bunch, and, and along with the uh, the seminar that you sat in, which was amazing. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. We have this Cannabis Cup coming up. And uh, I believe that you are throwing the Saturday night party. Yeah, we're throwing the official after party. It's our uh, second year actually doing the party. We're doing the uh, our uh, second annual homegrown party. Nice. It's going to be awesome. And um, from what I've been able to find uh, find out online, we, you have Dell the Funky Homo Sapien performing. Um, people would know him, of course, from Hieroglyphics and uh, a lot of his solo work with the Gorillas and uh deltron and all that uh handsome boy modeling school i think was one of them too right yeah yeah so del he's always been great he was over in amsterdam with us as well uh, a couple of years ago for cannabis cup and and a well-known uh psychonaut in the community of hip-hop um i think uh smoke dizza and harry fraud uh high times records artists smoke dizza well known for his collaborations with currency and a bunch of other artists right yeah, yeah, we're really stoked to have those guys, man. Yeah. It's always good to have them on the High Times label, you know? Oh, absolutely. And uh, Expansion Team Sound System, that's a project with uh, our friends from Dilated Peoples, Raka and DJ Babu, right? Yeah, it's Expansion Team. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Man. Raka It's Dilated Babu. minus Evidence, because Evidence is off on tour in Europe right now doing a solo thing. Oh, but, wow. uh, but yeah, no, we're stoked to have Rock and Babu there, man, because they're actually pretty good friends of ours, and yeah. we're stoked to have them. They're great, uh, big supporters of High Times, big supporters of Cali Connection, and uh, uh, are you are you doing dabs over there? Always, man. We should you mention me. we should mention that uh, Swerve is in. You're in Amsterdam right now, right? Yeah, I'm in Amsterdam actually right now. It's like eight thirty here at night gonna start making some food but figured you know what let's take some dabs and uh talk to danny danko here on free weed <laughs> right on right on what are you dabbing on out there oh you know you know just some of that cannabis cup winning tahoe og kush wax you know <laughs> nice 
some of the preview of what's going to be at hand for the uh, for the our entries coming here over at the uh, San Fran Cup. We got some killer entries, man. It's really, really going to be some good stuff. Nice, oh, that's awesome. Uh, so there's a number, a couple of other musicians. I know uh, my buddy DJ Jacques is uh, doing some DJing at the event, and then there's some. Uh, some dab rappers <laughs> yeah that's, man that's that's the new thing we're calling it they're calling it dab rapping basically they're just rapping about taking dabs man we got task rock and Linus, and i believe mac lethal too but i'm not positive wow. if mac lethal's on the bill or not Sick. but i know task rock and Linus are and nice and the, the cool part is actually is, is is task rock's actually a dab rapper but he's also a a part of the community because he actually has a glass company um, and, uh, oh man, the name of it actually escapes me right now, which does no good to promote it, but yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We'll put it, we'll put it in the, uh, the show in, uh, you know, the information on the show. Highly concentrated is what it's called. Oh, cool. Highly concentrated. Nice. Well, you sound highly concentrated <laughs> over there in uh, Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, man. Tell, are you working on any new, uh, new seeds or any kind of new, new stuff going on? I know, um, we should mention, okay, that, uh, Cali connection basically brought a lot of the Kush strains that were clone only on the West coast into seed form, uh, and made them available to people worldwide, which is, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, let me know if you got any kind of new projects going on. Well, you know, we're actually doing some new things, and I actually realize it's not highly concentrated. It's highly educated is actually the guy's uh, is Tax Rock's company. My highly educated. Cool, Highly cool. educated. And, uh, but the cool part is, is you know, we're, we're, we try to bring the West Coast legends to seed to everybody. So we actually just released uh, as a freebie promo on Attitude Seed Bank and some of the other seed banks that we work with, but mainly Attitude, uh, Blue Dream Haze. We've actually put Blue Dream Haze into seed form now, so we're going to be introducing that um, in the next coming months. And then uh, we got our couple of our cash croppers that we have a new one. It's called Boss Hog that we've been working on for the last little while. And, and a couple other new tricks that we got up our sleeves, you know. Nice. Oh, that's great. Well, um, the Tahoe, if the Tahoe OG is any... Uh, you know any indication of of the potency and the flavor that you guys have been able to achieve? It's pretty amazing, and you've won some awards with that. Obviously, uh, cannabis cups, and yeah, man, uh, wow. The other thing I should mention you you told me uh, maybe about a year or two ago that you have MS. Yeah, and so you're yeah. An, you're actually a medical medical marijuana patient. Yeah, actually, MS. and. Uh, Unfortunately, about two years ago now, I had came down with a really crappy disease called transverse myelitis, and then it turned into reoccurring transverse myelitis, which usually 9 out of 10 get multiple sclerosis. And I was one of those candidates that about a year and a half ago, I got diagnosed with MS. And, uh, you know, I don't let it stop me. I don't let it affect me. I, you know, it's nothing to, to, to laugh about, but I use medical cannabis to treat it because it's either that or I take a shot every week, every day, once a month, or I have this new pill that they have coming out that they just came out with. But, you know, it's such good stuff that in order to take this pill, you have to go to the hospital, be there for three days while they monitor you to make sure that your heart doesn't stop, to make sure that this pill works. Wow. Yet medical marijuana is the problem. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the the system is so messed up right now about, 
you know, allowing people to, to medicate themselves with, uh, with marijuana as opposed to all of these very, very harsh uh, pharmaceuticals. Not that there isn't a place for them. I mean, obviously, there's a need for, for those type of pills. But if, if cannabis can help people, we, we really need to allow it for people. And I, I've spoken to other people with MS, um, and m- marijuana clearly helps them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on board with that. Did, has that affected your, your growing as far as uh, you know, what you put into the the soil mix or whatever it is that you use, uh, yeah, I make sure um, that that I my my major major thing that I can't stress enough in growing uh, for to do with anything with medical or anything is the flush. The flushing is the most crucial part because as long as you flush everything out of the plant which you know for people like myself that have ms metals in particular Mm -hmm. are an issue to us you know magnesium manganese boron zinc you know these are all metals that that aren't good for us and they they react to us certain to our bodies and you know so a flush the flush you just got to clean it make sure it's clean because if it if it doesn't burn white it's not right simple as that Right. Cool. Well, uh, we should mention we were talking about you're taking dabs and these dab wrappers. Uh, for anybody listening to the show, we're talking about uh, basically, typically butane hash oil extractions that are very, very potent, uh, up to 80, even sometimes 90% THC. Uh, you know, dangerous to make uh, if you don't do it right. So please do your research if you're going to start doing that sort of thing. Uh, use the proper materials and all of that. But uh, yeah, it's a very highly concentrated form of marijuana, even more concentrated, I would say, than you know, ice water extracted hash or any kind of hash that people are able to get, which is already fairly concentrated. Um, yeah, I mean, do, do the dabs help with the MS as well? Yeah, actually, surprisingly, um, about a year and a half ago, maybe almost, yeah, about a year and a half ago, I actually really had the hardest time even smoking. Uh, Everything just made my head and everything just threw it all off. And then I spent about a week only smoking smoking, uh, wax. Mm -hmm. And the irony from it was is I didn't have the same effect. I didn't feel woozy. I didn't get the like drunken effect feeling. I actually had the the tingling and the uh the muscle spasms in my legs dissipate and or kind of be completely alleviated and I for the most part kind of tripped out about it. I'm not going to lie. It really threw me for a loop because I was like, "Wait a second here. How's this stuff actually able to really knock this stuff back but the weed that i was smoking really wasn't it was but it really wasn't i'd have to smoke it in excess but the dabs you know i smoke a a fairly a good amount but in comparison to the weed that i would smoke it's nowhere near the amount and yeah it's amazing what it does for me it really helps out with the muscle spasms it's it's actually pretty impressive for what people think is a dirty method um, and, and coming from an MS patient and somebody that can't have that heavy metals and crap in their body, if you have the right guy that's doing it and my guy Buddha, this guy, he makes the best wax. We won with his wax. We plan on winning in San Fran and we plan on back-to-backing again in Amsterdam. But Buddha's butter, his, his method, man, this little Hawaiian kid is – He's a guide when it comes to making that that butter, man. It's it's impressive. Buddha's butter is is 
it's a lifesaver. It's like Rube Simpson's hunt, uh, hemp oil, man. It's it's truly a life changer. It really does help with a lot. Wow, cool. Well, that just goes to show people that uh, you know. Leave it to the experts if, if you're not an expert and if you want to become one, uh, take your time and learn how to do it properly. Learn what purging is. Learn which types of gases to use for that process if you're going to do it. Um, another question about the Kush strains. I know a lot of your strains are Kush. I know you're, you're doing some other stuff as well. But is there anything in particular for people who are growing out uh, your seeds or any type of uh, cushy type strains that they should take into account uh whether they're heavy feeders or light I, I typically i hear that they're pretty light feeders but is there anything in particular to that strain that can help people get the most out of their kush don't pick it early oh <laughs> uh, so a lot of people are are, are taking it down prematurely yeah because it looks done and it does trust me it looks like it is ready to go but it it needs an extra two weeks if you let it let it sit and finish those last two weeks are it's like night and day. It's, wow. It truly is. Your yield is night and day. Your your the smoke is gives you the cush effect that everybody you know. It's like it was funny. I made a tweet the other day because you know here in Amsterdam, all of a sudden I'm sitting at Voyagers and you know and uh, and or the gray area or green place. It's kind of funny and people ask for OG Kush, Kush, Kush. Do you have Kush? <laughs> so, you know, I made a tweet yesterday. Kush is now. It's 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 everything it's a lifestyle it's 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 everything kush is now can be used as a noun kush can be used as a pronoun it could be used as a verb kush could be used as a subject the word kush is multifaceted and i think the word kush and the kush dominant that that everybody said wasn't going to be around and it was a fad i think it proved everybody wrong it's here to stay and it, it is the best weed it is the best medication that we found to be around in my opinion nice yeah well i know a lot of people that would agree with you about that and some of them that pretty much only smoke kush uh and that's that's where they're at so uh, a lot of them are big fans of cali connection how how do people reach cali connection how can they check out the seeds and uh you know where would they go to to purchase them oh man you could go so many cool places we're about to get our store up on our website, but you can check out us on our website at thecaliconnectionltd.co.uk or thecaliconnection.com. Uh, you could get our seeds at Attitude Seed Bank and uh, a quick little uh, let the let the mouse out in the uh, old uh, maze there. Um, there might be just happened to be a killer feminized mix pack promo dropping on attitude seed bank sometime in the next like week week and a half so wow. uh, just check attitude seed bank out uh you know piercesativa.com and we wrap it with everybody man we show love to them all and you know but, you have your own site as well right yeah the cali connection.com the cali connection ltd.co.uk you could get me at my twitter which is swerve swerving or swerve tcc up on uh twitter and swerve swerving on facebook <laughs> We're all here, and we love it. Come talk to us. Right on. Right on, man. Well, how, how's the store coming? I, I, you were telling me last time about uh, possibly a, you know, a storefront. Yeah, well, ironically enough, for a place that has so many vacancies and availabilities, I've been turned down now on four places. 
two of them were because they were just ridiculously expensive. One of them was because the owner decided to go with a friend of his, his renter. And then the other one, um, they found out that I did cannabis and did not want to rent to me, even though they are literally across the canal from Bulldog and on the backside of the cannabis college and um, was at a sex store, but they don't want to rent to me because I do cannabis. Wow. But it's still vacant six months later, so we showed them. Yeah. Man, that's that's amazing that uh, that even in Amsterdam, people are facing that kind of struggle. And I know the rules are, are, are slightly changing over there. We'll see we'll see what goes on with that. Do you do you have any kind of an update on that situation? Yeah, you know, they, they do the they're trying to do the Ved pass and like the thing with that is is it's happening down south and then Easy Times actually sued the government saying that it was discriminative and the the actual government, the highest court came back and said yeah, we know, and it's okay that you have to discriminate. We want to discriminate against people is basically what the Dutch government's saying. Wow. It sucks, you know, but it's going to happen, I think, in the South. I don't think it's going to happen here in Amsterdam because it's just too much money involved. But if they do keep it, it's going to go down to probably like 30, 40 clubs of like there are coffee shops of the 100 or so coffee shops, 200 that there are. And I don't know. I'm not too sure. It doesn't sound like everybody's too worried, but, you know, because the government actually collapsed here uh, last month. Mm -hmm. So no bills get passed until the queen has a government and she's not going to sign anything until she has a government and there's no voting until September. Yeah. So well, let's hope that government realizes how many millions and millions of euros are at stake as far as the tourism industry that they have there for cannabis. Um, I should also mention, of course, that uh, Cali Connection seeds are available from our sponsor, Ontario Seed Bank, uh, at ontarioseedbank.ca. So I definitely wanted to mention that for Richie. And, uh, yeah, I can hear the uh, dabbing going on in the background. Oh, yeah. Right on. Yeah. And well, big ups to Richie, too, over in Ontario, man. They really uh, they showed us some good love over there, over at OSB Ontario Seed Bank, man, over, uh, when we were out there for the Treating Yourself Expo. It was, it was good times, man. They showed some love, Skunk Mag, you know. They're, they're cool. cool, you know. But Ontario Seed Bank, mad love to those guys because they put it down for us took us in and helped us out right on well cool man thanks richie thank you to you swerve for coming on the show i will see you in just a a number of days out in the bay area for the uh our third annual bay area cannabis cup medical cannabis cup uh if people are interested in that check out medcancup.com and also thecaliconnection.com. And thank you so much. Have a s- safe trip home from uh, Amsterdam, and we'll see you in Cali. Yeah, man. We'll see you at the uh, longest-running true American Cannabis Cup there is in San Fran, baby. Nice. We're going to get connected. Hell yeah. See you soon, man. Get connected, yo. <laughs> right on, man. See you. Thanks. Hey, just wanted to mention to you guys again, Ontario Seed Bank is our sponsor for the show, and these guys are right here in North America, North America's first and only legal seed shop. These guys will give you free delivery on orders of over 25 bucks. So check them out. They're on Lakeshore Boulevard in Toronto, Ontario. You can drive up there from pretty much anywhere in the Northeast. Um, 
Phone number 416-255-5355. And their website is ontarioseedbank.ca. You can see what they have. They've got a bunch of TGA, uh, Subcool seeds. They've got all those uh, top 10 strain winners. Wild Rose seeds, Ontario's best. And bonus special for Freeweed listeners. They've extended this offer another week. 50 skunk diesel seeds for $100. That's 2 bucks a seed. You got to mention Freeweed to get that deal. Even if you're getting some subcool seeds, mention Freeweed to them. Mention that you heard of Ontario Seed Bank through their involvement with this show. And like I said, they've got Jack the Ripper, Crazy Train, Cheesequake, Plushberry, all the great subcool stuff. They've got deals on all kinds of stuff. And they're right there in Ontario, in Toronto. So Canadian-owned and operated. Check out ontarioseedbank.ca and give them a call. Tell them Free Weed and Danny Danko sent you. Ground. But I'ma tell you just right now, right Kikawala, he put me on a mission to put it in your ears if you all can listen. Alright, welcome back. Thank you so much to Swerve. And now we begin our cultivation section. Uh, we usually start this with pick uh, strain of the week, right? Yeah, strain of the week. We got a good one this week, I think. Yeah. Well, we, we always, always yeah, have a good they're one. They're always good. But uh, particularly fond of this one. Yeah, Blueberry from DJ Short. This is a classic. Uh, it won the first place in the Cannabis Cup indica category in the year 2000 uh, also first place uh, of best overall strains year 2000 uh, in 2001 it took third place in the indica and then uh, second place best overall strains so very good pedigree here great breeder dj short who uh, we've had on the show as well and this blueberry is really his flagship strain it's very legendary um, he created it in an attempt to tame the wily Juicy Fruit Highland tie and his purple tie, trying to retain some of the legendary euphoric high and, and the fruity flavors of those tie weeds. Um, the thing is, they're very long and lanky, so he just basically tried to sh- try to shorten the time a little bit. Uh, after back crossing with an Afghani indica male, uh, and he made careful selections over time, and that's where the blueberry came about. Um, as well as a whole line of incredible relatives that have come out. Uh, the blueberry really impresses connoisseurs and growers. The potency, odor, and taste of this strain rival the world's finest varieties. Um, what's good is that he really did tame those ties, so it stays short and dense. Uh, you got to be sure to vegetate the plants out a bit before you induce flowering. Um, the fan leaves are going to turn all types of beautiful fall colors towards the end of flowering, and the buds are tinged with lavender and dark blue pigments, thus the blueberry. Uh, it's not a purple strain, though, so it's really uh, it does darken up and it does get a little bit of uh, bluish color, but it, I wouldn't consider it something like grape paper, perps, or granddaddy or anything like that. Uh, it's perfect for the long cure, which is very important. You store this. Uh, bud in tightly sealed jars for six months or more and it really ripens into a very intoxicating and and complicated flavor profile that's really well worth the wait. Uh, The lineage is Highland Thai, uh, Purple Thai, some people call it times the Afghani, and then cross back to the Highland Thai. Uh, Flowering time is really about seven weeks but I would let it go eight, maybe sometimes even nine weeks. Really good strain, really beautiful. We have it up on the website right now. in the Danko Marijuana Strain of the Week section. So check out the beautiful photos. You could also check out uh, previous 
uh, marijuana strains of the week. We're practically giving the entire book away <laughs> online. Yeah. You know, uh, every week Dan picks a new strain. It goes up on HighTimes.com, so check that out. And uh, so, and, what do you have a uh, tip-wise for us? Well, I wanted to go because we did a, a, a pretty legendary strain. I wanted to go into some of the heirloom varieties and the early hybrids that are the building blocks and the basis of uh, of some of the strains that we smoke now. In fact, almost all of them. Um, and the building blocks of today's hybrids are the strains of yesteryear. They're land races that are native to their growing region and uh, have acclimated and developed to that area over centuries. Um, cannabis is thought to have originated in the Yunnan province of China you know, thousands and thousands of years ago and then was spread throughout the world by traders on the Silk Road, which was how uh, people traveled around and did their their trading. Sativas are native to the Indian subcontinent, but also... Uh, they're also grown now in Southeast Asia, South and Central America, the Caribbean, and Africa. And among the many land race sativas from Southeast Asia are the lowland and highland Thai, which we actually mentioned. With the blueberry, uh, there's Vietnamese, Burmese, Cambodian, uh, Laotian. Uh, Central and South American sativas include Panama Red, Acapulco Gold, uh, Oaxacan Highland, Zacatecas Purple, Santa Marta Gold, Punta Roja and uh, Brazilian sativas, which are actually really nice as well. A lot of the uh, old-timer smokers will will recognize some of these names, and some of the younger people will just know them from maybe like Cheech and Chong movies and stuff. But these are really great strains from from back in the day. Um, African continent sativas, Malawi Gold, uh, Durban Poison, Nigerian, Swazi Red, Swazi Skunk, uh, Congolese, those are really great great sativas and Hawaiian varieties such as the Maui Wowie and Kona Gold basically round out the list of heirloom sativas. Uh, now Indicas became acclimated to the mountainous Hindu Kush region and they're typically thought of as Afghani, Kashmiri or Kush and so if they have those names um, they're typically going to be those old school Indicas. Uh, Asian Indica dominant chains are Hindu Kush, Mazari Sharif which uh, is a legendary hashish making strain. Uh, South Indian Kerala, Chitrali, Chitrali with a CH, uh, Taskenti, uh, that's a southern Russian, Nepalese Highland, Pakistani, and Uzbek. Um, in the Middle East, uh, Lebanese hash plant, uh, Syrian and Egyptian strains, all traditional hash making land race varieties uh, that are, you know, short and stocky indicas. People don't even really smoke these flowers. They just use these to make hash uh, for all these years. And, you know, the people who go and collect the seeds are looking for those original land race strains to work with because of their stability and their ease of, of use in breeding projects. Now, that takes us, you know, through the you know 50s and 60s. And in the 70s and, and starting around in, in the 80s, uh, people started returning to California and the Pacific Northwest from the Hippie Trail, uh, which would be in India, Afghanistan, Southeast Asia, where people were traveling around, and, and, and they were bringing seeds back. Uh, and this is how our domestic, homegrown uh, cannabis you know, scene began, is these people coming back. And, and Because typically people used to think that you could only grow these, uh, grow great weed in uh, in these other regions, and then once these indica dominant varieties uh, entered the mix, that allows the plants to finish in time to harvest before a frost, even in places like Washington and Oregon. So uh, entrepreneurs began to venture into the seed business. Some fled with their genetics 
to the relative safety of Amsterdam. And uh, so these are the bud breeding pioneers. Uh, uh, Neville Schoenmakers, of course, from the Seed Bank, uh, Super Sativa Seed Club, SSSC. Uh, there was Sam Skunkman, Eddie from Sacred Seeds, Cultivator's Choice, and Ben Dronkers from the Sensi Seed Bank. Those are really uh, the, the original five that created the first modern cannabis hybrids available to the general public. So what they did is they crossed males and females of distinctly different varieties. So a sativa crossed with an indica, resulting in F1 seeds that would exhibit hybrid vigor. And these are the strains of the, you know, the 80s and the early 90s, skunk number one, skunk number five, Northern Lights, Original Haze, Hindu Kush, Williams Wonder, uh, G13, and M39. And like I said, these are the strains that became the basis of many of the varieties described in my book and many of the varieties that we smoke now. Um, so it's important to understand, you know, the Vietnamese, the Kush, um, all these strains are the backbone of what we smoke. So, uh, and when you're breeding, you know, those are things to keep in mind is, is don't just take a new school strain and cross it with a new school strain. Try to find two very different uh not like strains if you want to create something brand new and Both different and not like, like right different and not similar <laughs> yeah yeah opposing um, perhaps so there's not really necessarily much so much of a grow tip as just some history on uh what the breeding material that smart growers use you know land races and uh stable kind of regional varieties whether they be indica or sativas and you know uh, genetics is a fun fun thing to experiment with, but you really need to know the basis and the backbone of how to work with it. And these are the varieties that you know are, we're basically limited to what what's possible from these. And so you know the DJ Short is is one of those people that does this sort of thing. Reefer Man, other people we've had on the show uh, started off you know practicing their breeding techniques and and learning, and then refining them and then going back to places uh, like Central and South America or India to actually get the seeds from those places and start with the original genetic material, nothing muddy. So that's the tip. And uh, beyond that, I, what do we do? Grow questions, right? Q&A. Yeah, this, Dear is, uh, Danko. this is my favorite part of the show. We answer your questions. And of course, if you have questions at home that you would like Dan to answer on Free Weed, please send them to us. There are a few ways you could do it. Twitter, hashtag free weed, at Danny Danko. If you're desperate, at MyQ's underscore. I wouldn't recommend that one, though. <laughs> free weed at hightimes.com, so you could get to us that way. And if you see Dan or I on the street, you could also stop us and ask us <laughs> questions there. Absolutely. But uh, Dan recently bought, uh, was it pepper spray you have now? So, <laughs> too many fans. Yeah. What it is. Don't mob. Don't yeah. mob us. He'll, he'll hit you with the cattle prod. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so so should we move on to some questions? Yes. Are you ready? Let, let's all do right, it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, these questions all came through freeweed at hightimes.com. Dear Danny D, I have read and heard of uh, many mixed opinions about spraying plants with aspirin water. What's your knowledge on this topic? Huh. You know, every once in a while I get these weird questions about birth control pills or aspirin water. Uh, I've never seen anything good come of these uh, type of tips. I think if you want to spray your plants with something, spray them with a mild nutrient solution. Uh, if you have bugs, spray them with neem oil solution. But aspirin solution, I really don't. I don't. You know, I don't know enough about it. I guess, but I don't see the benefits of grinding up aspirin into water and spraying your plants with it. And 
Definitely. Don't they say uh, with Christmas trees, if you put some aspirin in the water, it's supposed to keep it alive long? I never understood that. Yeah, I I think they're trying to sell aspirin, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Um, maybe Big somebody, yeah, if, you. if you know a little more about it, maybe you could email us at freeweed at uh, hightimes.com and let us know. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I've really never heard of any benefits to that, uh, the birth control thing, the aspirin thing. Uh, I would say stick with uh, mild nutrient solution. Uh, organic and very mild if you're going to spray and don't spray in during the flowering period at all unless you're really good and you can get it on the fan leaves without getting it in the bud because you will uh, increase the chances of, of mold and mildew in the bud if you spray it with water uh, there you go i hope that helps that was from uh, an avid listener in bloomfield our next question comes from Anonymous, but dear Danko, I was curious about single stock colas and how to achieve that in a hydro garden. I'm not talking about short autoflowering stuff. More so, how to grow or prune to produce single stock colas from a clonable source. Okay, uh, basically, it's a pruning technique where you're going to prune off any sort of branches that that come off your clone. So, once the clone is rooted and it's starting to grow its first sets of branches, you just you know keep clipping those side branches so that you just have that one main cola and you do that until you induce flowering and even you know a week or two after you induce flowering if the branches are still popping out you can you can chop them off you're going to get that one cola stalk and you can really crowd the plants together when you do that but if you're not crowding the plants together you can let those branches grow out and flower it's not uh, necessarily beneficial to grow one stalk colas uh, unless you really have them crowded together. And, uh, you know, that's the way I would do it. And autoflowering strains, obviously, you mentioned those would do it too. Uh, yeah. All right. Moving along, we got prune, uh, prune time all, for... Yeah, prune all side branches, and you'll have that single stock cola that you're looking for. Perfect. Okay, got time for two more, I think? Sure. One, two. All right, do two quick ones. We get this one all the time. Hey guys, love the radio show. That's not the part I meant. Uh, the actual <laughs> qu- <laughs> the question we get a lot. Uh, I have a quick question. My first time growing indoors, and my leaves are looking a bit yellow. Not sure what's going on. Any info would be helpful. That is from uh, Christian. Okay. Uh, it's going to be one of two things that will make your leaves yellow. It's either lack of nutrient, a deficiency of nitrogen in your nutrient. So you might need to bump up your nitrogen in the grow uh nutrient that you're using, the vegetative nutrient, uh, add a little nitrogen, add some kelp or something like that, or it could be a pH issue where there's nitrogen in your nutrient solution, but the plant is unable to absorb that nitrogen because the pH has fluctuated to an unsafe level, which I would say for soil, you know, anything below 5.5 or anything above 7.5 is is a danger zone, and you really kind of want to have that at you know, six between six and six point five is really a good pH level for soil where all the different nutrients will be absorbed properly. So if you check the pH and the pH is fine, then it's a nutrogen uh, nutrient deficiency, mo- mostly nitrogen deficiency. So if the pH is okay, bump up the nitrogen. If the pH is not okay, then you need to flush your solution and rebalance the pH with either pH up or pH down. There you go. Hopefully that was helpful, Christian. Last one. Uh, subject 
parent troubles from Brandon. Uh, what do you suggest for someone who has parents that are strongly against marijuana? I'm not trying to go behind their backs. I am trying to convince them that marijuana isn't that bad. Wow. Okay, that's a very tough one because if you're living in your parents' house and you're under 18, uh, you're pretty much at the mercy of whatever they want you to do. Uh, if you can't convince them with you know sound knowledge, you know go to the normal.org website, find out the information so that you can counter any of these sort of myths and uh, you know non-factual things that they might be bringing up. Just you know know the facts and stand your ground and explain things in a rational, normal way, and you know get them high. <laughs> That's you really know? the best piece I mean, of advice <laughs> that Dan could give. Just get them high. Yeah, get them high. There's nothing like the the yeah. bonding experience of getting high with uh, relatives. <laughs> really. Uh, All right. <laughs> Before we get into too much trouble, uh, that is going to do it for Q&A. Listen, that was all free weed at hightimes.com questions. But Twitter people, we have not forgotten you. We will do a Twitter-exclusive Q&A next time, so send us those. Hashtag free weed at Danny Danko. Yeah. Thanks again for sending all those questions in. Absolutely. And all of you people listening on SoundCloud, you can comment. You can uh, favorite. You can like the shows. We're really loving the interactive qualities of SoundCloud. So participate and interact with us. We love it. And we really, truly appreciate the support and the interaction that we get from you guys. Hey, all right. Well, that just about wraps up episode number 23. So I gotta say, it's good to be back. It's good, it to, be good back. to be back. It's been a while for me. It's good so, to be back. So yeah. send us your tweets and, and check out our Facebook page, Free Weed, uh, from Danny Tanko. Thank you so much to all our guests, uh, new editor in chief of High Times, Chris Simonek, and Swerve, of course, and our sponsors, BC Northern Lights and Ontario Seed Bank. Support them. Give them a call. Tell them Free Weed sent you. And like I said, if I if if I see you this weekend at the High Times Medical Cannabis Cup in Richmond, California, say hi. <laughs> say hi. I mentioned free weed, and I might even have a special uh, little gift for you. That so. sounds really a little... A little creepy. A sticker. I will have oh, a sticker. Oh, okay. You right. said a special while gift. Su- like. While supplies last. <laughs> I will take something out of my pens and give it to you. <laughs> we'll see you guys in San Francisco. Yeah. If we don't, we will see you back on the uh, interwebs. Cue the song, Jacques and Winstrong. Who's also going to be in San Francisco. Yeah, DJ Jacques. Big up yourself. sorts of things. <laughs> I mean, if you could interact with us, if I... Alright, whatever. Maybe cut it before Should that. Should we go to break? Let's go to break. Alright. <laughs>